0: It's always game day in Cleveland. We're getting you up to speed on what's going on with your Cleveland Browns. He's Darrell Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thanks for being with us. If you want to be a part of the show, you can always hit us up at Gameday CLE. At game Day CLE. All right, so some of the other news coming out of uh, what was the last OTA uh, before we get into mandatory minicamp was about Baker Mayfield. And that word mandatory comes into play for Baker because is it mandatory? And uh, <laughs> the Browns and Baker Mayfield – You know, they haven't been able to get along with each other on a lot of things, but they did come together to realize that it's probably not a good thing for Baker to be here. So he is excused from the mandatory minicamp. What do you think of that news, Daryl?
1: That's the first time in 12 months they've seen eye to eye on anything,
0: right? That's exactly uh what I said. First thing (laughs) I thought of. I was like, hey, wait a minute. If they can come together on this, who knows? Who knows? By mutual agreement, we have
1: decided that Baker Mayfield has been excused and we will not fine him $93,000 in change for not coming to Berea next week. And also, I'd like to give the Cleveland Browns a standing ovation for attempting to deflect away from the Deshaun Watson story by releasing that news moments before Kevin Stefanski's availability on Wednesday. So standing ovation, A for effort, but you still failed miserably (laughs) because the Deshaun questions still got asked. But um, yeah, in in all seriousness, it's what I said should have been done uh, weeks ago, Andy. They ultimately did it, so it it wasn't a big whoa type of moment when the team made that uh, announcement. Um, It was the right thing to do. There is no reason for Baker Mayfield uh, to have to come back to Cleveland again other than maybe to clean out his locker, assuming that that has not already happened, um, or unless he needs access to uh, team medical staff uh, or training staff, right? There's no real reason for him to come back in that facility. And I I wish at some point the national media would stop going for the clicks and the views and the ears and all that other nonsense by continuing this narrative that, oh, there's a sliver of hope that the Browns could turn to Baker Mayfield this year if Deshaun Watson is suspended. Look, they have moved on. I don't know how many different ways or how many times I can say that the Cleveland Browns have moved on from Baker Mayfield. I just, I'm running out of ways to say it. The Cleveland Browns have moved on from Baker Mayfield. They brought in not one, not two, but three different quarterbacks this offseason. Okay? So they have moving on from Baker Mayfield. And if Deshaun Watson is suspended for any period of time, your starting quarterback will be Jacoby Brissett. That is why they signed him to be able to step in and start. He has uh, uh, nearly 60 games of experience. He started around 30 of those of those games. Um, he's shown that he can win football games. So that's, that's why they brought him in. And then Josh Dobbs has been brought in to be the number three quarterback. And obviously, if Watson is unavailable, he now becomes the backup quarterback. And he has a little experience too. So um, this notion... Or, this narrative that these national outlets continue to try and shove down people's throats that there's an outside chance the Browns could turn back to Baker Mayfield. It's just, it's, first of all, it's factually inaccurate and it's just disingenuous. It's a, and that's, I guess, what like bothers me is just how disingenuous it is. Because all you're doing it's the hot we call it hot button right Baker Mayfield's a right. hot button so they're just throwing it out there to get people to watch who the Browns could turn back to Baker oh my gosh oh wow what how can that happen oh no they're not it's 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 not happening and if you needed any further evidence that it's never going to happen Baker Mayfield is not going to be at mandatory minicamp Endo Storio his days as a Cleveland Brown. Are over. He will never throw another football Is a member of a Cleveland Browns in a game ever again. Get it through
0: your heads. So you're saying there's a chance? No, I'm just kidding. I had to. Do that. <laughs> Sorry, Daryl. I, I I I get it. I understand. I don't think he's ever playing for the Browns again either. So I'm with you. No. I'll just take a much softer uh, approach on that. I just. Oh, um, no, no, no. My, you know me. I'm not soft. No, <laughs> I, I know. I'm,
1: I, I'm I, a blunt instrument.
0: <laughs> I, I think where the story takes a turn is, okay, look eventually you're going to have to trade him or you're going to just eat the contract for the entire year. I, I just don't see him cutting him. Um, but the other part of this is, is it not the front office's job to constantly every day try to figure out how we can put the best player in every position in every game? And if Deshaun Watson's out, should they not be looking, perhaps, to utilize what they have with Baker if they can? And I know the Sam Darnold thing came up, and you know Jeff talks about that. I'd love for them to try to figure out a way to bring Jimmy Garoppolo in just right. to bring in another quarterback. I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett is not. Uh, look, if he's a starting quarterback, I'm totally ready for that and prepared for that. But I, I also think that you know, it's been said, he's a backup. He's a number two. He's right. a guy who knows how to get in the game and be ready on a moment's notice. Well, I, I, if you're the Browns right now, and this is where Kevin Stefanski well, does uh, come into Can I in pause play, you I for a I, moment? Sure. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Here's Jacoby Brissett's career line, and you tell me if this sounds familiar to you, outside okay, of his I, overall quarterback record, okay? Okay. 60 games, 37 starts. His quarterback record's 14 and 23. Set that aside for a moment. His completion percentage is just over 60%. He's thrown 36 touchdowns and 17
0: interceptions in his career. Sound familiar? Sounds like Baker Mayfield. Thank you. Okay. So, And and that's why I think that their job is to go out and try to find somebody. I mean, for anybody that thought that Baker Mayfield needed a challenge in camp, why wouldn't you think the same thing for Jacoby Brissett? So if, if they've got a, an option that they might be able, to, and I I don't I don't think Sam Darnold's the answer again, and I would like to see Jimmy Garoppolo, although that would cost the the Browns a little bit of money, and, and and who knows? Like we just I I think the part here is that I I almost feel like the NFL has given the Browns a crystal ball on what Deshaun Watson's future is going to be. He's going to be suspended. I I just don't see it. What now? I would say best case scenario, maybe he's not suspended this year. He's suspended next year, but all signs and as as this the 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 soap opera continues every day. I just can't see Deshaun Watson not getting suspended, and I also think that the commissioner might want to look back on this and say, "Hey, maybe the best way to approach this is to put." It. Deshaun Watson on the commissioner's list, on the paid leave list. Let him take care of all of his legal stuff, and yep. then let him come back. So, but the commissioner, and ruled hard, that and it would out be and
1: hard for me to argue against that, Andy.
0: Okay. So, but like, I didn't really start thinking that again until last week when all this, you know, the HBO thing was like, eh, I don't know how, how how much different this is than anything else we've heard. But the the New York Times stuff, and it's just it, it's getting a little bit out of hand, and if. They put Deshaun Watson on that list, on the commissioner's list. It changes things for the league, and it gives the league a little more time. Rather than having to go back and forth every other week and get with a new headline with, oh, Deshaun suspended for six games. Oh, wait a minute, something new's happened? Okay, let's tack another four onto that. Why would they want to get in that situation? Because they do have an avenue to take care of all of this right away, and that's put on the on the list, which is just paid leave and – and then after he settles or after they figure out what's going on or after he gets victory in court, then, you know, you come back and you figure out what the suspension is on the other stuff. So, uh, again, I'd I just I I'd like to see the Browns look at this, understand the fact that, you know, Deshaun Watson's not going to be playing and that they should bring in another quarterback, if not to, to start at least to push Jacoby Brissett because that's what we need. We need the best players on the field. There are times when I listen to what players are saying and I listen to what uh, what Kevin has been saying about about Deshaun, uh, and or and what the front office is not saying. And I just feel like the emperor has no clothes on, knowing that this is coming that he's there's going to be games he's not going to play. I don't think we have time for a backup quarterback competition. <laughs>
1: hmm. To be perfectly honest with you, I mean I understand where you're coming from. I just don't sure. think there's time for it. I, I really don't. And and so look, just the, bring in or- another
0: starter, or just give it to Jacoby. And go. The
1: the the organization could then say, to your point that you're making, well, that's why we signed Josh Dobbs. What if jo- Let's just say, for the sake of discussion, that the uh, Deshaun has been suspended, and Jacoby is basically elevated to the number one, and then Josh Dobbs comes out and has an unbelievable training camp, right? Because I will give Kevin Stefanski credit on one thing from, uh, from Wednesday. Aside from just how respectful and professional he's been in fielding all these questions, that as I said earlier, he shouldn't have to be fielding on his own uh, every week as the team spokesman. But uh, I also understand that's probably part of his job uh, as the head coach to be the unofficial team spokesman uh, in front of the cameras and microphones. But um, when I, I look at uh, this potential, uh, you know, quarterback situation that they they could have unfolding here right and and Dobbs has this unbelievable training camp and and whatnot look I I I think that that's what they could like quote-unquote hide behind to your point about I I just I can't first of all they don't have any uh, first round draft picks to to give up for the for for the next two years um right uh, so I don't see them making a trade for Jimmy G um I just I think that the writing's on the wall that if something happens with Deshaun, that it's it's Jacoby Brissett. And uh right now, as as we talk, Deshaun Watson's not been suspended by the NFL. So the Browns are proceeding business as usual. And they will proceed business as usual until the league tells them that it's not business as usual. So I'm I, I certainly am not going to criticize uh the lack of reps that Brissett is getting right now because his job is as a backup quarterback is to be ready when he's called upon. Now, the conventional thinking and wisdom here, Andy, is that we will know by the start of training camp what's up with Deshaun and and, and whatnot, okay? Which means then you have all of training camp to get J- Jacoby Brissett ready to go for week one. And quite frankly, from my point of view, I think that's plenty of time. That's a lot more time than um you know, you'll hear you'll you'll hear teams think of suspensions or as far as like from a mental standpoint and dealing with them in terms of like an injury, right? Well, that's a, a lot more time than say Deshaun Watson getting hurt in week two and then Brissett has to start the next six six or eight games because of an injury. Well then you can say, Well uh, then what type of preparation could you legitimately have given him, right? Because your job was to prepare your starting quarterback. So that's how I kind of push back on those that are clamoring for Brissett to be getting all of these o- OTA uh, and offseason reps right now. No, his job is to be the backup quarterback, and that's what he is until the league uh, says otherwise. Deshaun Watson's the starting quarterback, Therefore he's the guy that has to be prepared this off season. And he's the one that really has to have the intimate knowledge of this playbook. Not to say that Brissett doesn't have to have the same intimate knowledge, but you understand what I'm saying. Like Absolutely they, and I don't think have to, like, I ha- don't Yeah, they have to yeah. they have to keep repping Watson as much as possible until again uh, the NFL says that he's not gonna be eligible to play.
0: Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I just like when we talked last week, I think, uh, or last week I think it was said from Kevin that or, I don't know where I got the stat from, but it's just that it, it seemed like Deshaun was getting 98, 90, you know, 90%, 98% of all the snaps going on at camp. And I'm like, I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett needs all the snaps. I am saying that if your backup quarterback maybe gets 5% of the snaps at camp, maybe it should be 10. I'm not, I'm yeah, I'm not over the, I, I don't, I agree with what you're saying. I just wonder if, you don't ramp it up a little bit. I'm not talking about going all the way and saying, well, okay, well, why would we have Watson take any reps? That's silly. That's He's going to have to get some reps at some time. And I'll go the other side of my argument on that too, that if you think he's going to miss, and if you go back to the original thoughts of six-game suspension, four-game suspension, something like that, that you better get him as many reps as you possibly can as quick as you can. So mm-hmm. I, I can see both sides of that. I just wish that when I had heard that that it was more than 90-plus, I was like, They should probably get percent a little bit more. I'm not talking about the whole thing. Okay. All right. So we've tackled two other things. You know, there was some good news. There was a highlight. There was a big moment. What am I talking about? We'll kick that story around next. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. More after this.